0: Hey there, fans of Brotherly Love Wrestling, it is I, Vic Delicious. Philly's own The Mecca here.
1: This is the crying of redneck, Cold Stone, Tim Boston.
2: Hello, boys and girls. This is your old friend, RJ City. Bill Carr here,
0: one half of Team Tremendous.
2: J.D. Justin D. Xavier. Hey, everyone. Camp Leapfrog's Chris Levin here.
0: Greetings and salutations. It's your man, CD, the
2: Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. And you are partaking in the Brotherly Love Wrestling experience. Two bozos from Philadelphia flapping their gums about pro wrestling this, pro wrestling that. Which is not that unique in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. Fans, you are in for a treat because you're tuned in to Brotherly Love Wrestling.
1: Philadelphia, are you ready? No, he said, are
0: you ready?
2: This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado.
1: Welcome everybody to Brotherly Love Wrestling, and on today's show, fresh off the heels of Frog Sport, is Mr. Matt Mikowski.
2: Hey Matt guys, how show. you doing? How are you?
1: Point out to
0: everybody listening and watching that Matt Mikowski has just hit rarefied air in being only the third person to hit the four time mark being on the show. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> two others to do it, so he's in. He's not the. Not the most marketables rarefied air. <laughs> Not holidays, rare rarefied air, but are rarefied air. Awesome. So we want to try and get you on as many times before you sign that contract <laughs> that says that, that you can't, you talk, can't, to can't talk to
2: us anymore. Yeah. Really, is that yeah. how it goes?
0: <laughs> well, I think either that or people are just being very nice and saying that's how they say. No, I don't. Ah, uh,
2: do <laughs> I see. Yeah.
0: We just hear. We heard some things. Once you, once, you, once you get too big You're big time the little guys like us <laughs> We want to get you on as many Because it seems like I don't know every, every week or every other week You're on a show Especially since it's been Mania weekend And the weekends Or the Thursdays prior to that So you had Beyond You had Mania weekend where you were on IWTV's Family Reunion You were on Bloodsport again so it seems that we get you around blood sport time every year.
2: So I try. try. I mean, that's the, that's the goal. I feel like if I, I, mean, I'll be, I don't know. This sounds cocky, which isn't like my style, but like if I'm not on blood sports, like what am I even doing here, man? <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I got, I feel like, I don't know. I should be, I, I, I want to be on that show. I, I, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get to a point where, uh, you know, um, I, I'm like, I, it's been a slow process. Like, uh, it's first time I was on the pre show, second time I was the first match, this third time I was the second match. So, I'm just trying to work my way up the card basically, you know.
0: <laughs> so, we got eight more shows, and you're eventually gonna work your way up that. <laughs> that <laughs> I know that's
2: yeah, I only need eight more. <laughs> if
0: we're going in video game terminology, you yeah. Face. Three of the easy bad guys in the beginning levels of, like, Ninja Turtles. So, you get, like, a couple more levels in, you'll start getting the the big guys. I mean, you already have history with Dickinson now. Yeah. So, he's been on
2: Bloodsport. That could be a thing. You know, I don't know. Uh, Like, Victor Benjamin's been calling me out for, like, a year uh and he was just there so that that i feel like that would be uh you just got a,
0: a shiny new title from butterfinger i know i know
2: i'm so uh, that's funny you say that cuz i'm like looking i'm like what candy do i like Hmm. <laughs> uh i like mike and ike's and uh i don't know i feel like <laughs> i might start doing something stupid just <laughs> tweeting mike and ike all the time cuz they're into like video games and stuff too like they're like i was checking out their twitter page and i was like it's a lot of like video game promotions and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, and it it's it's got a lot of followers, but the posts don't get a whole lot of action or anything. I I don't know. But uh I mean Victor pulled it off with Butterfinger, so who knows. <laughs> I mean,
0: if anything, that's a nice belt that he could put on the line against you if he wants to back up his if he wants to back up his words.
2: Somebody said uh he's gonna be at the Beyond show next week and they're like he's bringing it i'm just saying and i'm like dude i don't think that's what's happening there it's a pretty pop proper has got a, a tag match i think so so
0: is there um, any word on you because you you already said that you're going to be on beyond next thursday is there any yeah. word of who you're going to be in the ring with or are they keeping i don't
2: the think it's been i don't think it? it's been announced yet i don't know if it's gonna be announced or what he he like wanted to maybe announce half the card which i, I don't know exactly you know i don't know all the Ins and outs of promoting a, a, a show. So, um.
0: so beyond MO when they came back, it seems like they're giving you just enough to hook you to. Co- like they're giving you.
2: Oh, as far as pro- the the promotion yeah, of the build up to like the three, the events,
0: they're giving you like three or four matches, especially for their uh, the show after the uh, the signature series and the and the, after that show wrapped up and they. Went oh yeah, first- that that
2: whole show was unannounced right?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're kind of just giving you, like, bits and pieces, like, giving you enough to hook you, and then the rest of surprises, which I like.
2: Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I mean, I, I think it did well on uh, on IWTV and stuff without even knowing. I don't think anyone even got – it wasn't a thing where, like, the matchups were announced. I don't think anybody was announced, right? Like, no, there I wasn't even so. a single wrestler announced other than Beyond was back live at, at Worc- in Worcester. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know
0: there's a IWTV championship match announced. It's
2: Yuda yeah, versus- Yuta and so for the one next week it's Yuta and uh, Moriarty. Oh. Uh, I think I think Kim and Masha. Oh and Kim, yeah, 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 yeah. Princess Kimberly and, and Masha Slamovich, I believe, was announced, and then uh, Dickinson and Teddy Goods uh i think those are the only matches announced i think a bunch of other wrestlers have been announced oh no uh, there was a tag match today i think um sea stars versus milk chocolate or it was announced a day or two ago i did see that so yeah Yeah. i don't know that's that's probably about half the card maybe i don't know
0: so you're starting to become a regular there how does
2: that feel um i mean it feels great to be honest with you i uh it it was a big goal mine i mean I, i that's where i wanted to be i mean uh beyond uh, GCW like that's that's where I want to wrestle um and uh yeah it's just now it's just a matter of uh staying consistent and you know shown well every time and uh just continuing to build a rapport with that crowd up there in Worcester and um uh you know just trying try to be consistent I think everything I think so much in in pro wrestling is uh about Consistency, or right. with a lot of things in life, really, but definitely, you know, pro wrestling.
0: Now you mentioned that crowd, crowd up in the, the Boston area. How does that differ from the, the Philadelphia natives? Uh,
2: I don't know. I, it's it's different. I feel like I don't know. Like I get, I got a one of the first times I got, I felt like I got like a warm welcome or an actual like little bit of a pop when I came through the curtain was at uh Sean Henderson show at H two O. And that might be because that's fairly local. Maybe maybe they knew me. I I don't know. Again, that was last summer. Uh, Still, like, basically, Chikara had just kind of wrapped up, and I hadn't worked a whole lot of places outside of there. I mean, you know, I did the Beyond thing, uh, you know, a year prior to that. But – I don't know, so I was just kind of like, "All right, these people are okay, cool." And then they were pretty receptive to the match and everything. Yeah, the 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 Worcester crowd, I just, I don't know. I think they, (laughs) I, I, I I would love to be just Mister Confidence all the time, but uh, I'll just be honest. And I don't know. I don't know if the the Beyond fans just freaked me out. I think I think a lot of what it was, I put I put Beyond on such a high pedestal that uh, I was just especially when I was there for the first go round with the discovery gauntlet um, you know, I, that's just so badly where I wanted to be. And I was already there after like six months, and, you know, with the discovery gauntlet, you know, that's kind of a, a, a bit of a caveat, but there was a lot of guys that basically made runs essentially t- to the fed from that, like uh Christian Casanova, uh, it comes to mind. Um, he was a discovery gauntlet guy and then had, you know, had some did some great work there and then he you know we know where he is now um but uh yeah i don't know I was still definitely just learning about uh I, I mentioned consistency like i i wrestled my matches i feel at at the discovery gauntlet like i had been wrestling i had already wrestled in front of that crowd for a while like i was doing things in the matches that i should not have been doing or Uh, because i was not an established wrestler there yet so the way i wrestled those matches was not good for somebody that's like make trying to make a good first impression or whatever i i always just kind of had this thing where i feel like everybody watches all the wrestling but (laughs) that is not the case you know like i watch a lot of wrestling and i feel like well they must watch as much as i do
1: but they don't
2: they don't you know, I watch like every, we talked about IWTV last time and it's like, I watch a lot of IWTV and I guess a lot of that's just because a lot of these places are where I want to wrestle. I want to see who's wrestling there, what they're doing, you know, how I compare to all that. And uh, so, yeah, not, this, and I don't, I might've, I don't know if I said this before and I don't mean this in any sense of arrogance at all. It was more like me being naive, but like, I kind of thought that people already knew maybe what my deal was or, or just who I was to a degree with Chikara with, I was, I had had a match at blood sport. You know, I, I, I don't know. I just figured people had already watched a lot of this stuff. And you just, even now I, when I go somewhere now, I, I, I don't no, even I have, have a single, um, I don't pretend that anybody knows who I am. And I, and again, and I, yeah, I don't say this because I don't want to sound like I'm being arrogant or anything. Like, like, like I was arrogant before. Cause I wasn't trying to be arrogant before. I just kind of thought maybe, People watch more wrestling than they did, and and they don't. So um, it was just me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it was just me. No, it's like it was like wrestling. they literally have to watch all the wrestling. I, and I I really just feel like yeah, they probably don't watch all the wrestling. But I would really like to know, like, what people's habits are uh, when it comes to, like, do they just watch? Are there fans that only watch Beyond Wrestling and that's all they watch? Are there fans that only watch Limitless and that's all they watch? And then maybe like the big stuff, like the TV stuff. I don't know. I'd be curious. Like, I, was- I just always kind of figured there were like indie wrestling fans or maybe just IWTV fans. I don't know. Also, I have to remember that IWTV is a paid subscription service, so that's going to turn some people away from it just because they don't want another another bill or whatever. Um, I, don't, I don't know.
0: So then for you and for what I've noticed, the next time you do like a pre-tape show and it comes on after the fact and you're actually home and able to watch it, go into the hashtag and you'll get a feel for who watches like the people that are live tweeting it like because i go in those in those i won't call them chat rooms but you go into the hashtag group of the title of the show and you'll see all the people that are live tweeting so you'll and a lot of the people are the same for the IWTV group mm-hmm. or the the fight tv really where, like where gcw runs and stuff like that there are a lot of the same people there you got your giffers people that'll just like live tweet gifs of what's happening And those are the people that you retweet because those are the people that you see That you'll see, you'll see the action. Like your, for instance, your armbar last night, that off the top rope flipping armbar. Like you retweet that, and you say, and you'll you try and get that going because that you're showing people what they're missing. Like people that won't watch it, like that's how we gain. It's also followers for you guys.
2: It's also like the only. So then, when I retweet something, the only people that are gonna see that are potentially the people that already know who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the, the goal that I, I totally know what you're saying. Um, you know, and I've, I have been, uh, working it's mostly been IWTV, but like I've been working at some new companies over the last, like I, you know, I had a, a mania booking with, uh, action and sup and, uh, Uh, limitless i'll be um well i think it just got announced i'll be at the next limitless show which airs uh may 7th the day after beyond so I'll i'll be on thursday and then i'll be on iwtv with limitless i think on friday um but i you know had that match with limitless a couple weeks ago um yeah and uh you know i've been getting like a steady you know, a, a a little bit of an uptick in like followers and social media. You know, I try not to pay a whole lot of attention to that stuff, but it. I, you know, at the end of the day too, I think at the independent level, it's like, I think that stuff's pretty important. I don't know. I could be,
1: <laughs> I think you're right. I think, I
0: think if you were to end it right there, I think you're right. I think that <laughs> social, media, social media is how, I mean, you don't want to be but, known as a gift wrestler and a, a person who's just like, I mean, it was always nice to be known as a human highlight reel, but I think now people look at it more like, oh, he's kind of, or she, or they are just kind of a, a one-trick pony. Like, they're just good at this. Like, they're we can get their highlights from, like, you need to be much more than that. You need to be a voice. You need to be, like, a personality. You need to be someone that becomes yeah. must-see. Yeah, And I think that's where people kind of... St- they trust social media but they don't want to fall into a certain category where you're just a a, a gifable wrestler and not someone that can be marketed around
2: i'm just i'm curious as to how many um independent wrestling fans there are that aren't on social media or aren't on twitter and there, and there also might be a lot that they're on twitter but they don't post on it or they don't use it but they're there just to kind of check out and see what they're Whatever, whatever their favorite promotions are are doing, or what their favorite wrestlers are doing, but they're not the ones tweeting and doing the hashtags and, and and doing all that stuff. Cause that you're right for certain like like frog sport, for example, uh the hashtag maybe had I don't know. It was maybe like I don't know what do you guys think? Like six, it was like six people like kind of tweeting the like kind of live tweeting the hashtag or, or that made, made multiple posts with the frog sport hashtag that, you know, that weren't like directly involved with the show or a sponsor or something. It was that they were just like fans or somebody unrelated to the, to the show in general. I don't know. I, I feel like I, I kind of tried to pay attention to that. Cause I was just scrolling through. Um, I don't really know what my point is other than, uh, it's a numbers
0: game basically.
2: So yeah. Basically- I mean, also there was a lot of wrestling last night. Uh, I think there was there was two two live shows I believe on IWTV. One that aired yeah. at the same time as Frog Sport. There was an Impact Wrestling pay per view, right?
0: Yeah, Kenny Omega main event in the match for yeah. a joint or not a joint, but a title, title for title title, for title. Yeah, and I know uh, that probably got a lot. I mean,
2: so I'd be curious to know what uh, it looked like. Yeah, um, but you know
1: what? You guys were done. You guys were done before the main event. Yeah. frogs were wrapped up and
2: I remember that. It the, the main event started like right after Blood Blood uh, Frog Sport ended. Yeah. Um so yeah, that was cool, but I don't know like who if you're buy if you're buying the impact pay-per-view, you're watching probably the whole damn thing, right? You're not you're not uh just tuning in for the main event. Yeah. I
0: mean it, it's 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 and I don't have all the ages because I don't fully understand it either. I'm in my thirties. I'm not. I, I'm a little. Bit, it's a little bit past my time of. of I feel like the the younger generation, the generation right below me, understands the whole uh, algorithm thing. Where if you post at this time, you're going to get this many hits, and if you this, I mean, it's just like. I feel like it, if you boil it down to all right, so if I somehow get this to someone that has a lot of notoriety and they share this then that is the boost that you need
2: um okay yeah so I because I'm trying to think about how we got on this but like yeah like the the uh the arm bar the clip of the finish of the tournament um yeah. went did did pretty well like it got a lot of traction there were some uh you know some, I guess notable retweets were like, uh, Rhett Titus. I think, uh, at one point, Chris Dickinson retweeted it, I think, but I couldn't find it, uh, again, this morning, um, cheeseburger or CB, um, you know, and then a lot of, a lot of fans and a lot, and a lot of other, uh, folks, um. So yeah, it was sick. That's one of the coolest moves I could do. It's one of the biggest moves I can do. It was a big tournament, four matches. Uh I had tried everything that I had done to everybody else up to that point to, to beat Darius, and it hadn't worked. So uh, you know, it just it kind of worked out where uh he worked me to the corner there, and then I, I got him up and 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 took him took him off. Um it Yeah, I just, I was really proud of the show, happy with the show, uh, or the event. Um, It's just getting, it's getting those eyeballs on it, you know? And I think we had a lot of competition last night uh, against some quality, uh, you know, like that, that first show had like Lee Moriarty, Trisha Dora, Starboy, Charlie, uh, I don't know who, you know, a lot of, just a lot of top name indie talent on it, so I'm... Uh, I'm just curious to see maybe uh, see how it did. Only because I know how much how uh, I was I was really proud of the four matches that I had, and then from a lot of the other matches on the on the card, I I was I was very happy with and very proud of. Uh, I just think it was an all around like uh, I thought it was a pretty great event, and uh, it'd be a shame if people just you know didn't didn't get to see it.
0: Well, not only that, but you're kind of—I mean, you're kind of in the infancy stage of, uh if you want to call it a promotion or a—I I mean, I guess you would call it, can't believe frog a promotion, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're kind of in your infant infancy, and you started in the pandemic era of wrestling. So, yeah. I mean, you're kind of you're kind of against the eight ball from the go of it. I mean, not to mention you have you're, you're trying to elevate a bunch of wrestlers that might not have had any exposure so you're kind of you're doing bigger things than you should
1: be.
2: yeah and i, I, I mean think that
1: in a good way you're accomplishing no, bigger things
2: yeah no i think uh you know i don't know i could be biased but i feel like maybe that was one of the best show events leapfrogs done to this point uh especially with like the masha edith match that was insane yeah. um I, there was there was just a lot of solid work and also you know i knew i know this is maybe again something that's just in my head but like some people aren't super into like the shoot style stuff or the like the you know the that type of uh those types of matches i just the match i had with darius is one of the i don't even i i, I don't have a rank really, but it might be top three. I, I don't know. That's not saying a whole lot to this point, but like for me it is, you know. Um
0: I mean top three you just wrestled three of the top in the
2: Yeah. World. I mean I think one of them I have to rewatch the match, the second match with Dickinson. That might be also in the top three. I really liked the the blood sport match I just had with uh Hetty and even though that was a bit on the sh- the shorter side it was it was definitely my favorite I think blood sport match to this point. Um I just, yeah, I'm definitely doing my best. I've definitely been doing my best stuff in the last, uh, you know, whatever, the last four to six months. And do, um, do it you feels... Do
0: watch tape on yourself? Because from when the first time that we had you on, the comfortability that you've, you've adapted and it has grown substantially. From the first time we had you on... I don't know if you remembered that first interview is you were kind of like nervous and you were oh, okay. like un, unsure. And like this was like the first time you ever did it. And then maybe the yeah. second, <laughs> the second time, I mean, we got a lot more and you were like the comfort level just grew. And then the third time we had you on, well, we had you on with all of leapfrog. So yeah. yeah, we were, you guys were kind of all playing off each other. Yeah. But it, it, I feel like you're, it's just like the evolution of Matt Mikowski just through our podcast alone. Um, not, to, not to mention your in ring. <laughs> I,
2: I mean, again, I'll, I'll kind of. This is the, these are like my personal feelings and it's kind of some, in, you know, inside stuff. But I think a lot of it is like in the beginning, it's, 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 it's for me, it was like really nerve wracking to like, I, I wanted to like, as they say like be over you know and uh so i think i would kind of um this would kind of make me and i'm still working on this but like this would make me like shell up a a bit more whatever it is in in ring or i still didn't really know what my and again i'm still still stuff i'm working on but like hit my stride in in my matches and and um basically I don't know I mean it's just like building out my move set I guess still because I with me I have like there's a lot of stuff I would like to do I just still I was still trying to find especially within the first year year and a half I'm still trying to find out what works what people reacted to what people like to see um, I was also put in more of a heel role when I first started so I was kind of told to wrestle a little bit differently you know uh, uh, um and that that changed things um man you want to talk about social media and being a heel good luck and I, I, the independence uh, fuck it fucking sucks because <laughs> everybody's supposed to hate you and then you're supposed to do things that make them hate you you know who does a great job for the most part uh ricky shane page Oh, like, yes. like he's yeah. such an asshole on the show, on the events, but he's pretty chill on social media for the most part. He still kind of acts like a dick on social media. But again, he's so like, he's been doing this for so long. He's like, he was GCW world champion. Like you want to talk about somebody that's over. But uh, I guess going back to what I was saying was I feel more now like people have, they, they know who I am. Uh, they know kind of what I bring to the table. Uh, they kind of know what I'm I'm capable of, and uh, so I have been a little bit more relaxed when it comes to wrestling. And and now especially wrestling back in front of fans again. I mean, <laughs> I I I, I <laughs> the COVID era was great. I love the COVID era. Like I don't have to. I can just go out there, you know, <laughs> try to rip somebody's <laughs> rip somebody's face off, not have to worry about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever making eye contact with random strangers <laughs> i mean i'm
0: just,
2: i'm like i don't know I'm, i hope i'm not burying myself right now but like <laughs> i'm not a super i'm a pretty introverted person so um yeah that stuff it's stuff's difficult for me um and uh but yeah, I'm still just working on on coming out of my shell, and it's just been a little. I've just been a little bit more. I feel like there's a little bit of like weight or pressure taken off because, um, you know, I've had some I've had some good matches over the last couple months, and uh, people are starting to just, you know, respect me for that or, or or whatever it is. Like I don't I don't feel the need to try to impress everybody as much anymore. I, I I'm more. Not that I wasn't concerned with this before, but I just want to go out there and like tell good stories and, um, have, you know, have intriguing matches, uh, still, still do cool stuff, but as long as it makes sense for what, what we're doing.
0: Um, are you having more fun? Uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: uh, well, man, the shoot style stuff, like I'll do all day. Like I just, that I don't even, I mean, if we want to kind of get into like the behind the scenes type of stuff, like the, the Darius match, I don't know how long that was. I, I, I don't, there was a timer on the screen. I think it might've been like you 16, went, 17. Yeah. You
1: went a little under the three minute mark.
2: Yeah. And we didn't call much, uh, which is watching that match back was like, I, 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 well, I liked it more than I remember, um, i mean i i knew after we did it i was like that was awesome i, I really enjoyed that um and people in the, and our peers reaction was was similar so i knew something was good there um but watching it last night i was like man this, this i love this match man this match is great um a lot of back and forth darius is a talent that guy is um that show you know that show went through a lot of covid issues like like basically people had to to cancel because of, of whatever exposure or, or whatever. I mean, everybody's healthy. No one's like there wasn't any kind of major issues. But there was some like people were had to basically um, the card had to change. We'll just say that. And um, Darius, like that show would not have been as as special had it not been for, for Darius Carter. So um, I'm really happy they're just appreciative of him and his um he's 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 got a lot going on he's great on the mic he's great uh in ring um and it was a it was a it was a pleasure uh having that match with him last night
1: well and i think the like to his credit you can see even in the event how the story weaved through each one of his matches and like kind of led because i mean he faces abby and gets the arm bar completely. Looks like he almost breaks her arm. Yeah. And he disrespects Sabre de by, yeah. by taking the mask off. So, like, it keeps building and building. And then to have that, well, the semifinal match, which was pushed to the limit, you know what I mean? Then it's a whole new style. But he still comes out the heel with the u- uber babyface who did everything she possibly could to get to that final, but just couldn't make it past. Yeah, yeah. To get to you, like I think the build there alone is very underrated because throughout the show you get this story being told right in front of you, and then of course the payout at the end. It's great the whole storytelling.
2: Yeah, I I appreciate you saying that because uh and um, again as far as like behind the scenes type stuff, that's all a lot of that's like Chris Levin and sam Laterna kind of coming up with the the concept and again things had to change so it wasn't originally all gonna be that way um but it it would not have been brought to life had it not been for uh darius carter but that's another thing that's another reason i'm kind of like i just want people to check this um I just want people to watch this event if they haven't watched it already. Um, because I think it, I think it was something special for the, for a, uh, cause you, you don't, you don't get that a lot on indie, indie wrestling shows because there's not the opportunity. Like we did the, we did a 16 person tournament with, uh, which I don't know if I've ever, you know, heard of that really being done. I guess the way we presented it was not, was more of an eight person. Cause we did the first round throughout the week yeah. on, on Facebook, but, um,
0: yeah, that show would have been like uh 5 hours how would you
2: go on the Well the first round yeah it was fairly quick but that, yeah. that um yeah I, that's another thing if we do it if we ever did it again um i don't know 16 might be too much but um ambitious for sure uh but just that yeah the story arc throughout the show like you said uh you, that's not that's a, that's a fairly rare thing for like a it's kind of like a movie in a way, like or like a something like that, where it kind of is a standalone event with it. So it does have some previous storylines, maybe woven within, just with like leap the leapfrog characters and stuff. But um but yeah, the story arc throughout the show I thought was 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 spectacular.
0: Mm-hmm it gives you that that old school feeling that you used to get when you used to watch wrestling like of the because there's a, a bad guy there's a heel that is doing their job correctly and you're booing them and you want to see them lose but they keep winning and you want to see like that's how you felt that's how we felt as a kid mm-hmm. like you, you you saw this person and it kind of makes you feel that way again it kind of makes you remember your childhood and what you started to like about wrestling when the good guy finally beat the bad guy
2: yeah, and, I, and again, I can't thank Darius enough for that. He, I mean, I don't know if there's anybody else on the roster that would have, you know, done as well at, at that, in that type of in that type of role, and 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 brought it out like he did. Um, yeah, just the stuff with the with him taking the trophies from his opponents, and then the the campers, uh, if you will, uh, turning their backs, and then him berating them out on the outside. I just. Um, when I was there, I knew it was just like, this is, this is different. You know, this is good.
1: Yeah. And uh, we do like, we watched um, you and Travis in the match you guys just had and you guys train together a lot and you've been training together a lot. What is it like to get in there and then now put on the show and go up against each other? Uh, Especially with, was it? Limitless wrestling, right?
2: Yeah, Yeah. Um, it i was delighted that it was travis um i i mean as far as travis goes he's he's criminally i, I don't know maybe this is offensive at this point to say but like he's criminally underrated he need, I, he needs to i think it's that's starting to maybe turn around um he, he's at, at, for what he does. He's one of the best in on the independence or, or like maybe in the country. I mean, there's not like he has that style. He's similar to like Darius with that, like kind of catches catch can or just the, the um a lot of map based offense. Oh. um, Yeah. And uh, he's he's very good at it. And um, it was so it was definitely a challenge for me, not a guy. Trying to think. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, you could say with the greatest rivals around Robin guys, like guy like Yuda is similar and I just wrestled, I had wrestled him twice recently. Um, So it was kind of what I was prepared for. Um, Yeah. I would definitely love to, uh, to tango with, with Travis again, if, if uh, we get the opportunity, I'm also down to tag with him still. So, you know, we'll we'll see.
0: (laughs) I mean, after you slammed him on
2: his face, does he still want to tag with you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was—he didn't shake my hand. You watch that <laughs> match again? Dude, I couldn't believe it. I was so mad. Uh, he, I was like, we, 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 we tagged for like a year, and now we're wrestling. You're not going to shake my hand? Come on, man. And then, uh, yeah, the match kind of unfolded as it did. I mean, I said, you know, he he said, like, you know, don't think I'm going to hold back or it's not. I know we're tag partners, we're friends, but it, it's not going to treat you any differently. And I was like, good, please don't. That's why I like to tag with you, because that's your attitude. So, um, <laughs> you know, it's just, uh, yeah, he was a little a little grumpy in there. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'd be grumpy too if I was choked and then slammed on my face.
2: Yeah, well, he was, he was like doing, he was like, you know wrenching my leg my leg was was numb by that time so I went for a choke which I was happy to hit in frog sport I, that's actually what I beat violence with um is what I attempted to beat Travis with uh a dominator into a Peruvian necktie it's called um the <laughs> choke is called a Peruvian necktie I don't know why I got that name but um it's a Yeah, anyway, I went for it on Travis. My leg slipped off, and then he eventually, I think he did, he did like this wicked like reverse dragon screw and then put his uh, bear trap on. And it was a little more than I could handle at the time. So, Um, yeah, props to to Travis.
0: (laughs) All right, how does it feel for you, not to inflate your ego at all, but how does it feel to have probably the most lethal arsenal of moves in all of professional wrestling
2: well i appreciate you saying that but uh <laughs> i mean that's the goal that's kind of what i thought like um
0: if you look at your like if you, if you want to go off of like a video game like you have four signatures and probably three finishers that is your that's
2: nice your <laughs> nice
0: <laughs> because what do you, you you do the, the tuck and roll into a uh, a gay team you got your torture rack into an arm bar, into a spinning arm bar. You got the razor's edge into a knee bar. You got-
2: yeah, so it's a I have like it's basically have I have, have a choke, a, an, uh, a couple ways into the arm bar, and then arm yeah, the leg anywhere. lock. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. I think so. This is something kind of learned from the factory, the wrestle factory. Uh, we talked about uh, about like uh, I guess it was all Japan wrestling uh and those guys would win matches with lots of different moves uh and that would build so that when they had these big blow-off matches like the you know the main of the four pillars guys going at it when they hit those moves in those matches you know it was a big deal it could have been over i know i know it's like a different it's a little bit different of a of a concept because most wrestlers have maybe like an impact finish and then maybe a submission you know i I think that's pretty standard if that you know some guys might not even have a submission i I would
0: say you're falling further away from the people having a submission finish unless you're talking about a pure or a technical wrestler that's going to finish you with a... yeah, But they're fewer and far between now, I think. Yeah. It's more of a, okay, you got a big guy, he's doing a power move or he's doing yeah. a big splash, or yeah. you're going to have someone who's going to do a, a 450 moonsault uh, leg lariat. Yeah. <laughs> Is that possible? Too
2: cold. Props to too cold, Scorpio. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, I don't know. Um this has kind of been the plan. I want to win with uh, a lot of different things. And then you just, you never know where it's going to come. Cause I I have a kick too. I've won matches with a, with a, with a kick, Um, like a knockout kick. And, uh, you know, I I think, I don't know if maybe it's debatable. I think it's people will argue, which is better because like, if, the stunner and the rock bottom, those things are like iconic for a reason because those were the moves, you know, when he hit the stunner, you knew it was, it was either over or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I guess.
0: Well, here's the thing though. I mean, we're coming into a, a, a time period where we're looking for different things. Like the different things are what stands out and that's what's going to get you over. You having that many moves set you apart from I'd say ninety eight percent of everybody else, especially on the indies. The yeah, indies, it's it's kind of like cause, so we're seeing something new almost every time we watch you wrestle. Mm-hmm. Almost every time, I mean, we'll see some of the same stuff, but I mean that's wrestling. You see some of the same stuff. It's just a different story being told within the match. But we're starting to see like different things every time.
2: Well, so. Going back to something I was talking about earlier about how I was really nervous about being over or whatever. And and, and then, um, also something I did for maybe the first year and a half. And again, I'm sure this is very standard for anybody that's getting into pro wrestling, but I did something new in almost every single match, something I had never done before in a prior match. I I did for almost like a year and a half. Like I kind of almost made a point of it to be like, all right, this is a new thing I'm going to do today. Um, and so maybe that would add to my nerves a little bit because that's that was always a little nerve wracking being like, oh, is this gonna go? How's this gonna go? You know, it, we'd practice whatever, like do stuff, but like um that maybe added to my a little bit of my my nervousness. And and now a little bit more recently, there that, ha- that hasn't been as much the case. Um, kind of like you were just saying, um and the only reason maybe you're seeing things that are new to you because maybe you just hadn't seen stuff I did like a year, a year and a half ago, whatever, like all the matches I had in Chikara. Because you don't watch all the wrestling, right? <laughs> I have to, I have to, I have to realize this that not everybody has seen all of the wrestling. Do we know okay? what
0: all of the wrestling entails? All of the wrestling <laughs> could fill a full house like that. Yeah, is, like it is. And I've tried. I've tried to watch all of the <laughs> wrestling, and physically, I cannot do it. No,
2: it's not possible. But not. um So, yeah, I'm an idiot for thinking that that was ever even a thing. Um,
0: okay, so what might be new to me, well, it, it's always good to discover things, even though if you're discovering them for the first time. No, first time
2: I didn't mean that in any bad way. Oh, I'm no, just no, saying. No, uh, that's what I'm
0: saying, though, is that's what that's how you gain new fans. Like, we, it, we link to you because we saw you a former MMA, you're from our area, so yeah. naturally, I mean, we were intrigued, and then we had you on, then we watched you, and we were like, okay, and then we saw more of you, And then we started to see more and more, and so, I mean, that's kind of how it started in infancy for us, so I don't always go back and watch back catalogs, I'm
2: guilty of that. I will say that. I mean, not saying it's going to be good. I'm just saying you might see (laughs) something. You're not, you might see something you haven't seen me do before. Uh, I I think again, to my point, going back to like the consistency thing, it's also important to do. I mean, I don't know. This is, I feel silly saying this, but like, you know, I'm going to do some of the same stuff in every match, just like every other wrestler for the rest of time. Um, And somebody that asked me, Somebody said this to me once was like, you know, your favorite wrestler is, is your favorite wrestler. Cause you like, you know, whatever, you might like a lot of their stuff, but you also like, like their moves. So if they, if you watched a match of theirs, let's say maybe you got to see them live and then they didn't do that, like thing that they normally do that you like, you'd be like probably a little disappointed or something. Um and-
0: like if you watch the Undertaker, you're just there for the Tombstone, and you got the last ride instead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Powerbomb instead of the Tombstone.
2: I mean, yeah, that's maybe that's a different era. I don't know. Like, yeah, he, he, he changed. You had to change with the Undertaker. If you were an Undertaker fan. Um, but I, get, you kind of understand what I mean, I guess uh, exactly. a little bit. Like if, um, yeah, like if the if if Stone Cold didn't do the Stunner and he won the match for some, I don't know, it'd be. It'd or if it had up
0: disqualification. You're right. I would be upset because you are there to see like because that's like it's what
2: he's known for. You yeah. do so the
0: honor, you drink the beer, and that's
2: it. <laughs> I'm st- I'm trying to still f- like uh I don't know. I'm getting to a point now where I can, you know, there's a few things that I'm gonna maybe try to do each match, but then I'm gonna sprinkle in some of that other stuff that I had been working on the first year and a half. Uh, and I just basically pick from those things now and be like, oh, maybe this works here. Oh, you know, this will fit well here. Um, and so now maybe it's a little bit more like I got the muscle memory and it's just a little bit. Uh, Cause you know what it is for me too. Uh, it's just, I mean, again, I, don't, I hate kind of like talking about like backstage stuff, but just remembering shit. I fucking hate it. I hate remembering stuff like, uh, just remembering, <laughs> you
0: come from a combat
1: sport, so uh, I, mean, I just go out there so, and fight instead of that's kind of what I was saying
2: fight. about like the shoot matches and this Darius match where we, we had called like I don't know, there was like three or four moments and, and kind of things that were going to happen, but like other than that, as far as specific moves or spots, it really was all just like on the fly kind of thing, so um. So you liked it because you didn't have to think. Yeah, I don't want to think. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's another thing that can kind of hold somebody back, you know, and and and, and, re- and experienced wrestlers will tell you this. You want to be in the moment. Uh, you don't want to be thinking about the next thing and all that kind of stuff. Uh, again, I don't I kind of hate like breaking kayfabe a lot, but like I just it is what it is, what it is.
0: Welcome to the world of podcasting. If everyone did their shows in complete character, it would be the same show over and
2: over. And well, over. yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, I just sometimes I think it just takes the fun out of it. You know, it's like I went to school for uh, film and media arts and now like I can't watch movies because like I know because <laughs> I know how they're made. And like, I, I don't just, know.
1: The- I mean, I know at least for me, when I, once I was told when I uh, when I had that moment where wrestling yeah, is fake, yeah, exactly. But <laughs> <laughs> when wrestling was fake, yeah. it made me look at a whole new way. Now to where I'm looking at different things. This was and- only last two. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I had to break it to It's going crazy. But no, I mean, I think it it made me appreciate it more and it made me look at different things now. Instead of just watching the characters and rooting for them to win or lose. Yeah. Now I'm focusing on, holy crap, they were able to pull this off knowing what what it takes to do that. Yeah. Everything that goes into it, to being that performer. Like, I think it, at least for me, or I don't know if it's thing for you, but it makes you appreciate it more. I'll say this, what it seems like everyone is so worried about what the
0: final thing is going to be either in the storyline or in, a, in just a, a one-off match. Like people are so worried about like, Oh, well, this person's going to win this because like everything they're worried about predictability and it's kind of fogging their vision of the actual story that is being told. Like they're not giving the story any chance. They're already dismissing it because they already know what's going to happen in the end.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, How do you mean? Are you saying like a lot of bookings been predictable? Are you saying wrestlers are too? I'm not putting this
0: on the wrestlers. I'm saying that the way that things are booked, it, I feel like not me, myself, but I feel like people are, are quick to say, oh, well, this person's going to win. So they're kind of like, just, they're kind of giving up on it before it happens. Like there's a lot of people that won't just
1: sit there and let it unfold. (laughs)
2: You mean that from the uh, all wrestling right now? Or do you. TV wrestling or indie wrestling? Or is there some specific.
1: TV wrestling I'd say at more, the majority? I'd say
0: more TV wrestling. I feel like indie, indie wrestling is so unique that you get a hardcore fan base. It's like ECW back in the day, independent wrestling. It's like you have this hardcore fan base that you're there for the product. Like you, you know what you're in for, but you yeah. know you're going to enjoy it regardless. Yeah. I'm not saying. It could, it's more like tv wrestling like where there are storylines where there you're able to keep up with things where it's weekly and the, it's the same people weekly where i feel like the the fans are dismissive because they know what's going to happen like oh well, we already know they're going to win
2: yeah.
1: i think perfect example happened saturday night you had kenny omega versus swan And I don't think there was, I mean, maybe a percentage of fans that would have thought, oh, well, Swan's winning the AEW title. No one thought that. Everyone already knew Kenny's going there to get that title. So, I mean, if you weren't a fan of that, you're going, I'm not watching that. I know Kenny's winning. Like, they didn't enjoy the story that was being told in front of them because they already knew that was happening.
2: Yeah, that's a great example. Um, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I mean – I, I really enjoy, I think we maybe chatted about this last time. I really enjoy what AEW's doing on television, uh, for the for the most part. I mean, uh, the, I guess I'm one I'm curious as to what this whole impact thing is leading to, though. I'm curious. Uh but
0: I'm curious to see what impact is gonna gain out of
2: this. Yeah, I, I saw something that some somebody said, like, what is impact gaining out of this? Because
0: it doesn't seem like anything right now. They just yeah, because no one was
2: really talking about, about I guess because because there wasn't much chatter about that match last night, so it's like, what is Impact really, really gaining? I, I don't know, but um,
0: it's a lot to look into. I mean, if anything, they absorb or they it's a failed experiment, or it, there is something that's being built and we don't know what it is yet. Yeah, yeah, they could be building someone in Impact, or someone could be showing up to Impact to save the day.
2: Yeah something i mean i, don't uh, know.
0: I mean it, it keeps you yeah i mean as it unfolds like right now i feel like it's in a low because impact just lost its world title so now you have to find a way to get it back and for them to get it back i think they have to build up more because you can't lose your main title to the company
2: yeah and they did right <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep so like yeah that's weird how i guess it's cur- it's intriguing to see how they're going to get it back
0: who's going to be then- the savior
2: on the right. on the flip end of that, it's kind of be like whenever that match maybe does happen, maybe it's predictable again. Like, um, well, they have to give the title back.
1: <laughs> true. I mean, yeah. that's that's I mean, true. That's a fair point.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, or or maybe I don't know. Maybe they throw a curveball. Who who knows? So
1: I think if
0: the name that takes the belt is larger than the predictability, someone that you want, like you want mm. to come back or you want to see. Like I think that outweighs. Like I you think, think it, like a Samoa Joe
1: would be that guy. Well, yeah, I think that would be.
2: Oh awesome. yeah, is that is that kind of maybe what they're thinking? <laughs> I think That's come interesting. Come
1: July thirteenth when this non-complete compete goes is up, but to get away from <laughs> main
0: television, we'll bring it back because I I had this question in mind when, when we first excuse me when we first started talking and we were talking about beyond wrestling, we were talking about GCW. Now, is it sitting in the back of your mind that that is kind of like the the breeding ground to the next level to television TV? Like, huh. if you look at their track record of who their top people were and beyond the GCW, I mean, you have uh, Blake Christian, you have uh, Alex Ain, you have, like you said, Christian Casanova, you have. Um,
2: uh, August uh, Gray. August um, Gray. Yeah.
0: You have. I don't know. There's there's a ton of
2: them. That, Statlander. Statlander. Statlander are, yeah. Orange Cassidy. Yeah.
0: Have, I mean, just the list goes on and on of people that. John were, Silver. Silver and Reynolds. Silver Reynolds. Yeah. People that were at the top of the, and MJF. Yep. Beyond as well and mm-hmm. Limitless and Limitless as well. Yeah. Limitless mm-hmm. is another one that they breed them to get a contract. Like, does that sit in the back of your mind? Like.
2: Well, that's certainly why, you know, like we said a, a little bit earlier, that's why I wanted to be there. I feel like that's that's what I the pattern I was recognizing and I was like, look, guys are going to beyond and then they're they're moving up or they're they're wrestling at GCW and they're moving up. That's where I want to be. Um
0: that's like your last stop before the big leagues. That's like triple A ball. <laughs> yeah i'm not not downplaying
2: that at all like no i i I, I totally see that's a total that's a completely fair assessment and and that's why that's where yeah that's where i want to be that's where i think um you know uh i i still i still have i do still have so much to learn but like i also know a lot about what i do know and uh as far as like combat sports and grappling and and uh we've talked about it on here but like you know it's 2021 and i feel like i'm doing i'm doing lots of new shit you know and i feel like that's worth something um
0: somebody right
2: yeah uh, like uh it's not everything i mean you know at the end of the day it's about putting butts in seats or eyes on the on the tv and uh there's a lot that goes into that, you know, it's, it's probably mostly like uh, mic work and things like that. But um, besides the, the, the moves. Um, so uh, yeah, I just, I just have to keep stay the course and uh, you know, I, I am, I am thrilled to be as of right now kind of consistently wrestling at, at beyond I'm, I've got my eyes set on, uh, on GCW. They've got some cool, like, I don't know what you would call them, maybe double a baseball, like the, the JCW hybrid wrestling. They kind of yeah. feel like they kind of feel like the, uh, NXT of JC, uh, of GCW, if you will. Um, so I, you know, I'm trying to be in, involved with, with those companies as well. Um, And uh, yeah, because it's also fairly local. You know, they run in Jersey a lot, you know, and uh, that's
1: not that long. long. Yeah,
2: hit me up, you know, (laughs) (laughs) so, you know, um...
0: now you mentioned hybrid wrestling. I had this question in mind, too, Mm -hmm. uh, waiting for a good time, and I consider you a hybrid wrestler. Like you're okay. a mixed martial artist yeah. who transformed into a professional wrestler. Is that a safe, uh, I guess we call it a label, like a hybrid wrestler. I don't know if you um, labeled as anything, but
2: yeah, no, I mean, um, I kind of like that style. I saw that was in like a, a leapfrog tweet. They talked about the height, like they said, uh, I think promoting my first round matchup with Blackstrom or something. It was like, yeah, the hybrid style of, of Matt Mikowski. And I, I absolutely. Uh, uh, I'm I'm cool with that.
0: All right, so there are other hybrid wrestlers. Like you, you, it's not like a brand new category that was just created. Mm-hmm. There is there is a bunch of hybrid wrestlers. Now I know you're you're a very humble person. Where would you rank yourself in higher as a hybrid wrestler?
2: So uh, what I mean. What is that? Who are the who Who am I ranking myself with?
0: <laughs> I mean, you got, who are like, the other
2: hybrid wrestlers?
0: I would say anyone with that mixed martial artist background who also is a professional wrestler. I wouldn't I wouldn't say like a, a, an aerial person who's also a technical wrestler. I would say someone who You're came talking from about a combat sport, sport or maybe came from another sport and is now in professional wrestling. They like got know, like uh, Lawler.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I would, throw, like, I would yeah, Barnett. I would even throw like Carrying Cross in there, Killer Cross. Like he's kind of like a
2: hybrid. Does like Yo-Yo count? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he. I, I don't know. Yeah, he he fought professionally a little bit. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I. I just and then we may have talked about this uh with me having trained at the wrestle factory, kind of in that under that like Chikara banner and the and sort of to me that's sort of the when it comes to creativity, um there weren't many companies as creative as as Chikara, you know, and um I just felt like there was something that I could bring to the table when it came to my already kind of Develop skill set with with muay thai and 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 gra- and you know submission wrestling jiu jitsu whatever you want to call it um uh that i that i could bring to the table so i don't know if i could really like rank myself like i feel like i'm like i'm a lot different than well i guess i'm similar but i don't know like me and if you compared me and tom um i guess our matches may be similar i have a little bit more of like uh this like maybe this like lucha flair or this like this um it's just a different uh, like a different level of, of like creativity you know where tom is like tom is phenomenal tom, tom's what the what is the new japan freaking what is that title uh
1: yeah the, the brand new title they just introduced. yeah uh, now he
2: just won that tournament um he's on his way, you know, like, man, how sick would that be if Tom was in like, you know, I don't know the G one or something, but, um, I mean, anything
0: possible in wrestling.
2: yeah. Uh So I don't know. It's different. Cause like, I, you look at me compared to like, don't I, don't I seem don't, I don't know. You guys tell me, don't, don't you think like people like Shayna and Tom and, uh, maybe even Barnett or, maybe they kind of fit in like they a category. Don't they seem like they yeah, would like you say shape. Yeah. But do you think like Shayna and Tom are similar.
0: I mean, I think everyone works differently. I think everyone, Yeah. I mean, some of the stuff is similar. Like some of like, if you're going to, if you're an MMA, if you're labeled like as someone who came from MMA into wrestling, you know, you're going to get some, some good strikes. Like you're gonna get some solid strikes, some solid, a lot of leg kicks, some, some
2: yeah, good. It's like boxing and stuff, yeah,
0: yeah, like good combos that you're not gonna get from like anybody else. Like a a, a wrestler, like a, a pure wrestler isn't gonna go in there and throw combos and leg kicks and try and throw like even a roundhouse or anything like that. But you can yeah. get that in the mixed martial art realm of your professional wrestling. And then your, your clinch and your, your knee strikes, your Muay Thai strikes, like you don't really get that. Like it's a collar and elbow tie up and someone's trying to get you into a headlock. Like yeah. when you get into a collar or an elbow with someone who's got a mixed martial arts background, you run the risk of getting thrown down Yeah. either judo style or you, right. you put in a clinch and you're going to yeah. get knees. Like, yeah. I feel like you get that with everybody who's that hybrid style. You're not just getting like, oh, um, uh, Wrist lock,
2: headlock, head yeah, take down mm-hmm. something like
0: that. You're getting a, a broader range, you're getting a different way to take someone down.
2: I guess I'll, I'll, it kind of goes back to what made, uh, what was so appealing to me about mixed martial arts with how it was like this you had to be so good at so many different things. And for whatever reason, that concept, uh, appeals to me. Um, just like, you, you know you got to be in great shape. You got to be strong. You have to be good at wrestling. You have to be good at t- jujitsu. You have to be good at striking, um, and you have to work on all of these things. Um, I think I've taken I've I've taken that a little bit that same concept and taken it with wrestling uh, and to a degree. I mean, I definitely lean into things for sure, but like like I want to be able to. Um, it's like a like I want to be like a mixed. I don't know what the word would be, but like a mixed wrestler or basically a hybrid wrestler, like you're saying, like where I have, I have uh, lucha skills and aerial skills and strike skills, you know, and, and, and Matt wrestling skills um, all in this one package. And I feel like that's very, not very common. Usually no, like you're I'm this, thinking
0: about it, I'm not thinking about anybody that has done like someone who's going off the top rope, but then someone who's like, because wrestling has always been okay, you're going to be a brawler. You're going to be a yeah. technician.
2: And what's that about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what's the deal with all these hard plays?
2: Like, <laughs> why different. do you, like, why?
1: did Seinfeld for a second.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why do you have to, why do you have to fit in a bubble? I think it's, I think it has something to do with storytelling or something like it it's easier to tell stories when it's you're this and now you're fighting this and let's see what that is when you guys when this brawler fights this aerial guy uh maybe it would be boring if everyone was you know whatever brawler technician aerial lucha guy and then they're fighting this other air aerial you know and then it's like or I don't know, maybe that'd be amazing. I, I don't know. Like, um, cause they would maybe obviously people aren't like I'm not I'm good at the MMA stuff and I feel like I'm I'm decent at a lot of the other things. Um so I don't know. Uh
0: so we put you yeah, at, like, a 10 MMA stuff, and then we get you, like, a, between, like, a 7.
2: Eight. Yeah, I'm thinking, like, those, like, the video yeah. game create wrestler yeah. Ra- ratings. Yeah, yeah, be yeah. it'd be, like, whatever. Like- Striking and submissions can be whatever close to the top. And then, uh, yeah, I think there. you know, I'm working on pushing those other ones up just so I can be this...
0: If you think about it, you're running a career in, like, a video game. <laughs> you're trying to build your attributes
2: right now. I mean, you know, I don't know. I think because that's what you would do in MMA. You know, you would you would focus on your weaknesses and work on getting better at those things. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like I've taken a, a, a very open-minded approach to pro wrestling where I want to be, um, you know, I want to be able to do any what I have to do to win the match. And if that means, you know, go to the top rope and do something or, you know, if or whatever, I'm, I'm going to be in. Uh, I, th- I think it was announced so I can say this, but I'll be, I'm going to be in Mexico in August. So I'm going to be wrestling down there. And um, I saw all it took
0: was one. One tweet to get you to Mexico and now going to Mexico. I saw that and I was like, I want to see how this plays out. And a day later, I was like, well, I know how this plays out. <laughs>
2: He's in Mexico. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. You know, am looking. It,
0: how does it, how does the family feel about you going to Mexico to wrestle?
2: Um, uh, I mean, I'm, as are we talking like COVID stuff now and all that or what? No, uh, I'm just
0: talking okay. about like excitement level and like, uh, I mean,
2: like, um, uh i mean everything uh, no it's i mean i'm sorry i'm laughing because uh and god bless my wife she is a saint um but like and and i would not be able to do anything that i do without without her but like a lot of it's now it's like all right what date is it okay what so what are we gonna do with the kids uh what? where, where are we you know it, it just it's a lot of that stuff <laughs> i don't know she's so busy and um it's 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 just like it's you know i have two children that are kind of driving us crazy <laughs> and uh and she deals with them a lot, especially when I'm away. And now if I'm going to Mexico, that means she's going to be, you know, she works full-time job. She's taking care of two, top, like a, a five-year-old and a three-year-old. And um, uh, so, yeah no she's like she's like that's great now uh let's uh now call my mom and see if she can babysit or whatever
0: but um you're definitely on double duty once you get back
2: well you know that's part of like also like i talk about making my my wife and my kids and my family proud because uh i I don't want all their efforts to be in vain and i have a lot of great fans that are it's a it's a small group of people that are like super supportive of me. And um I- I'm just I'm trying to just keep pushing for 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 them and uh and just so I can kind of show like, my wife that like all this was all worth it, you know. Um so yeah, that's that's just that's, that's why when we talk about me being at at beyond and it being the stepping stone to to whatever, it's you know, I it's it's great. I mean, everything has been, it's, you know, the trajectory feels like it's, it's going up, which is good. I always get nervous because like there were times where yeah, I know it's going to happen. I have to be read, ready for it, but it, it goes, it trends down, you know, and then, um, I, I gotta be, I gotta be ready for that kind of thing. But, um, it, it, it I feel good about everything. I'm happy with, uh, you know, my wrestling career to this point and, uh, you know, it only feels like things are trending up right now, which is great.
0: All right. So one last thing, unless we find something else to talk about during this. So Greatest Rivals, Brown Robin, winner. Frogsport, winner. Yeah. This weekend you have another tournament
2: coming up. That's right.
0: In the Super 8, where you'll be one of eight competitors vying for that trophy. Yes. So the field is strong. Field, I believe I saw Ricky Morton in there. Yeah. So <laughs> Ricky Morton,
2: know, first round. Ricky Morton, first I round.
0: Was, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the exact opposite. I said, "Please don't let Bat get Morton in any round because I don't want to see anyone turn to dust." <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man, he's probably gonna hit me with a destroyer or something and, and <laughs> fuck me up, man. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, of of all people, like he gets uh, You look at older wrestlers and them not being able to move. And then you see Ricky Morton just bebopping around still. Like he's still in the express. Yeah. Fucking like he's aged. You can tell he's aged, but still in there. I know. How great is
2: that? That Ricky Morton's in the super (laughs) eight. Has that sunk in yet? (laughs) What Ricky uh, Hall of Famer, Ricky Morton in the super (laughs) (laughs) eight. It's wild. You know, last year's winner, Uh, a very good professional wrestler is in it now and having talked to him I don't think he was originally supposed to be but something happened and he's back Um, Killian
0: is to to, uh, defend his title
2: yeah which is uh, interesting because I I don't think and no one's ever done that Um, Killian McMurphy and the uh, devious Dustin big dust so the Um,
0: two of the goons will be in there
2: yeah uh yeah and then some uh there's some other gentlemen like their names are escaping me at this time but um i'm there's a lot of history with this tournament you know a lot of a lot of people i you know look up to participated in this tournament i think a lot of people that have either been in it or or won it have gone on to become world champions um it's, it's one of the most historic tournaments in independent wrestling and uh you know i'm I'm honored to even be in, in it but uh, I want to keep this momentum going and uh I think it would be uh I oh uh, this is it kind of goes to what you guys were just talking about a little bit like I wanted this to really cement you know winning the super eight I think would really cement me as like a professional wrestler and not so much like a former like mma guy or whatever um that's kind of what i really want to get out of this super eight is i i want to be known as you know uh the guy you know guy that won the 2021 super eight uh you know a professional wrestling tournament um i
0: have a, an interesting question that you just you just kind of brought up and sparked mm-hmm. you still feel like an outsider in the professional
1: wrestling world
2: uh no not as much um i still feel like kind of like again to the point that we've talked about earlier i still do feel like i maybe need to talk about that more even um to a degree because people might not um people might not know i don't know i mean like like how we've been joking about people don't watch all the wrestling well people don't know all the backgrounds about all the wrestlers all the time i mean it's been talked about a lot i think but um if you don't watch my if you haven't watched beyond or can't believe frog or i don't know you know limitless even i guess like iwtv if you're outside the iwtv uh i don't know even then it's -hmm. just people might not know like oh what's this guy's deal and um I think the I think the big thing is it's one thing to talk about it say like oh former Bellator guy fought in Elite XC a black belt brazilian jiu-jitsu whatever he's been you know training in mixed martial arts since 2004 like I would like to go out there and show you what that means you know rather than talking about it cuz it's really hard to put in perspective to anybody that doesn't do that stuff you don't know really what it means to be a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt unless you train jiu-jitsu. It sounds like most people equate anything with martial arts to like karate or or whatever. Uh oh, and they probably wow. don't even and, and I'm not crapping on karate at all or anything, but like um varies
1: well, a karate. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> since I was 12. <laughs> you hey, never
2: lose it. <laughs> Well, I think, I think like people outside of martial arts think when they think of like black belt, they think of like, yeah, a 14 year old kid that trained karate for two years or, or, or whatever. I don't know. Maybe that might be a cynical view, but like, um, you know, I trained in jujitsu for like 11 years before I got a black belt. It's it, it just the jujitsu culture really kind of makes it mean something. Um, but again, outside of that, you don't really know what that means other than people are getting more educated and they're seeing like with with the ufc and everything they know the guys that are black belts are usually the guys that are really good at doing whatever submissions and 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 all that stuff um yeah so i i'll tell i'll mention it to people like or or talk about it in promos or, or what have you but uh uh, let me, you know, I think the best thing is let me let me show you what I'm talking about and and you know, watch my matches and, and and you'll see kind of you'll kind of see what that what that is.
0: So so when you get announced to the ring, they usually bring up former Bellator fighter, former.
2: Sometimes, uh, not always. Not always. Um,
0: but you want to kind of get past that, and you want them to announce former champion of this, former. Winner yeah, I, the... I think.
2: I mean. I don't know. I'm sure someone would be like, no, don't don't get rid of the Bellator thing or, or whatever. Um, they usually don't sometimes I'm trying to think. I think uh, like a Sean Henderson show. Sean announced me as like a former, he like made up a record too. He's like five and oh, five knockouts or something. <laughs> like just like, he just made something up, but um uh yeah, I just want to be more i don't know i think especially with like things like blood sport and and frog sport it's like look i think i think we i think you can know by now like i'm good at the i'm good at the the fighting thing or like the mma type thing uh i want to but i don't think that's what people care about as much like it's at the end of the day it's about pro wrestling um not that what we, not that frog sport wasn't pro wrestling or blood sport isn't pro wrestling, but it's definitely a different type of wrestling. Um, and to be, I mean, to be honest, I don't. It doesn't change for me a whole lot from a, whether it's a blood sport or frog sport match or or, or what's going to happen this weekend at the Super Eight. Like I, I typically work very similar. Um, but yeah, I want to be like I just want people to. If they don't already, I want people to like, um, yeah, talk about me as a pro wrestler in in a in a in a high regard, I guess. Something that something comes like,
0: with accolades, and that usually comes sure with big wins and big championships, like beating Chris Dickinson. You're not you're not known as oh the former MMA guy. You're known as someone who just won a tournament and faced one of the top professional wrestlers on the indie scene, which just so happened to be wrestling in new Japan and ROH simultaneously as well. So so Um, as the notches get.
2: That is a, that, that beyond tournament is, is also, I mean, it's like probably the biggest accomplishment of my career. Um, But it also was, uh, I don't know how, I don't know how many people saw that, you know, outside of, I don't know from what I understand that once the fans kind of found out it or kind of picked up that it wasn't live or it was pre-taped, it, it, it didn't do as well. Uh, I don't I know. Thought, I, I
0: thought they did really, I, beyond said that they did really good numbers. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think they would lie to us. And I know beyond usually does really good numbers for their, their right. WWE TV shows.
2: Yeah. Definitely so the um,
0: their shows. That, I mean, it's usually a core group and then they bring in some outsiders here and there, but they usually bring in some top outsiders. I mean, look at their live show, they brought in uh, what AWROH, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Um, no, I, I guess I don't really know what I'm getting at other than like I, I just I know the Beyond fans. I think like I got a good walking through the after the Dickinson thing aired and then being in the live show. You know, when I walked through the curtain at, up in Worcester, I got a good reception because I think those fans, even not having been in front of live fans for, you know, over however long it was, you know, they were, they maybe were aware or had been watching the uh, signature series. Uh, so they were familiar with me at this point. And, and yeah, it's um, yeah, I think, I think adding, uh, you know, 2021 Super eight champion to, to to that list of accolades is only gonna uh you know keep keep that trajectory, you know, going going up.
0: Alright. Well so speaking of trajectory, I'm gonna throw a hypothetical and I want all three of us to answer separately. Now as of right now, where do you see the best fit for you? And it could be anywhere. I have my personal pick of where I think you would fit in very well.
2: But um I don't know. I I was I don't want to like ever burn bridges answering these questions. <laughs> okay, um, you don't
0: have to answer, but Larry and I will. And, and you.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I probably do fit in best at ROH. Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, the the long term goal is yeah probably ROH. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with New Japan, but maybe New Japan or or AEW. I mean, that's kind of what.
0: Okay. My pick was neither of those. Okay, either of those three. I think you would be. I think, for what they can do and what you can bring, and looking for someone that's completely different, I think NXT would be hmm. a like because you would be in and do one of your fifteen signature moves like, <laughs> would be all that you would really need to see, and you to hit that, and I think in front of a live crowd for NXT you would get that holy shit moment and it would be like <laughs> skyrocket mm. like i feel like and not only that but you're put in there with some of the greatest minds that would be able to hone everything you do and and make you like
2: there's also there's a lot of interesting matchups there like uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Kushida, Pete Dunne um they just signed uh that uh thatcher they just signed um oh oh my god it's late so i'm having trouble remembering um hideki suzuki um uh who who's a guy i've you know my my double underhook suplex i pretty much got from him um but yeah no interesting i mean um yeah i don't know uh a lot of it too is just m- making sure my, uh, me and my, my family can be, you know, happy and everything. So it's, it's, I don't know, I don't
0: know if I want you uprooted and move into Florida. I, don't I, <laughs> I, can't, I can't have a Philly guy, another Philly guy move into Florida. <laughs>
2: Actually,
0: um, we got to create a promotion around here and just have you marquee
2: that one. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's, that's, that's all well and good to, to think about, speculate on. I mean, I have to, uh, you gotta yeah. Uh, yeah, I gotta focus on on the yeah, the the, the here and the now and then and, and still maybe trying to make my main card GCW debut or uh you know continue to work c- continue to uh work at beyond and um uh you know and uh, hopefully you know m- more opportunities at limitless, things like that. Um yeah, we shall see. I'm uh, you know, I'm Traveling a little bit, I have a, a par. I'm going to be at paradigm in May. I'm fighting Matt Justice in a what do they call it? Oh, terminal, God terminal damn. combat. Dude, I
1: forgot
0: about. I forgot about that. Terminal. Yeah, terminal combat. Five minutes. If it goes past five minutes, no rules. Yeah, justice.
2: Yeah, it's gonna that, be great. Yeah. yeah watch that one it don't but it's not gonna go past five minutes um
1: (laughs) man
0: that Matt like that's one of those things that that announcement like hooks me right away I'm like because now I'm just thinking holy shit if he goes past five minutes like this is gonna be a completely (laughs) different Matt Mikowski yeah
2: I will see I can't I can't wait uh I'll be at um I'll be in Texas in June um Aaron uh don't piss on the Alamo
0: like uh Ozzy. <laughs> Oh
2: yeah, no, I won't. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm moving around a little bit, you know, the the Mexico thing. I, again, everything uh everything I'm, I'm 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 happy with with uh you know, the way it is. My I'm my schedule isn't like booked up, but I'm also like uh you know, I'm kind of a I want quality bookings, I guess you know, and, uh, that there's pros and cons to that. Um, but it's, um, I mean, you, you make know.
0: yourself, you, I kinda, you gotta make yourself a special attraction. Like you're able to, it,
2: yeah. I it. mean, you know, rep, reps are important, getting more experience and, and, and continuing to learn is all very important, but also it's just like, um, you know, with my, with my family's mm-hmm. life and my, my, We'll say my body. <laughs> just trying to just trying to stay healthy and um you know, uh I'm 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 happy with with the way things are right now. So uh that you know, just gotta keep working on uh moving in the right direction.
1: All right, Matt. Well we know it's getting late. You gotta and eat dinner. You haven't even eaten yet. We've been holding you off this whole time, just getting over work. So we'll let you go. We appreciate you sitting down and talking with us, especially right after the night after Frog Explorer, which again was an amazing event, we were honored to even have our name associated with it.
2: Yeah, so. thanks so much for this, the, you know, sponsoring and everything. Uh, the matches that you did and everything, appreciate it, guys.
1: Yeah, anytime. And uh, thank you so much again for talking with us. And hopefully, we'll be seeing you soon.
2: Yeah, awesome. Thank you so much for having me on.